0: In a world where trust is shattered and darkness looms, one man's journey from betrayal to redemption will captivate your heart. Absolutely, even if Absolutely. you don't
1: take them, if you have a relative that is a Christian, yes, allow them to take the kids.
0: I like that. Because yeah, because it's
1: like you—you you may not want Jesus, but
0: thrown Ooh. into a detention center, he grappled with the harsh reality of being imprisoned mentally and physically.
2: At that moment, I told myself. I'm not going behind bars no more.
0: Betrayed and deceived by the one
2: he trusted most.
1: So now we're about to enter into this part of your life where you're cheated on.
2: It was rough for me. Bought teddy bears for her, flowers. And my heart just got squeezed and beat upon and crushed and
0: stuck. In the depths of his despair, he questioned God's plan.
2: I said... I said, you don't know what just happened to me, Meg."
0: But amidst the darkness, a glimmer of hope emerged. He found solace in the teachings of a higher power. And in that moment, he discovered a new purpose.
2: Out with the old.
0: In with the new.
2: In with the new. The Holy Spirit came inside of me.
0: From being lost to salvation, this is the story of Nick. Coming soon, this summer on July 1st on YouTube and all podcast platforms.
2: Welcome to the Call by God podcast with Adney Godin and myself, Nixon Sylvain. This show is about dialogues of biblical characters and testimonies of Christians who submitted to the will of God. Each week, we'll bring on one guest so that they can share their story of how they were called by God. I hope this show inspires you. Enjoy. Enjoy. Hello and welcome world to the Call by God podcast. I'm yours truly. My name is Nixon Sylvain and I'm here with Adney Godin, Adney Godin, my sister in Christ. Or should I say my powerful sister in Christ. How are you doing on this blessed day?
1: Good morning, brother Nick. Good morning. I am blessed, elated, excited just to be here this morning. This time side of life, like God found me worthy. So that means he's not done with me yet. How are you doing?
2: Annie, I am doing real good. Um, as you already know, um, so today, well, actually this week, we officially uh, launched our website. So I have an extra, extra zeal. I say extra zeal, extra bursts of energy that now we are officially are up. So, you know, listeners, first of all, we want to thank you. For supporting us and um, for uh, listening to the content, because we are expanding, we are growing. So, if you want to leave a review or subscribe to the podcast, you could go to our website. Yay! Uh, so, yay! So, so you know, it's it's to www. Did I say all the W's right, Adney? You see, I'm so excited over here. Yeah, I'm excited.
1: I, I think you put a little extra w, w in w. there. You
2: see, I told you that's that excitement. So, www. Called by God podcast.com you guys could check us out we have you could check out the episodes the about us section we have a little description about us Uh, you could look at the reviews Uh, we've been getting some positive feedback in terms of the episodes, um, you can also contact us. Um, there's also a tab. If you have any uh, questions or any inquiries, you could also uh, contact us. And also, if you want to, if you've got laid it in your heart, you can also make a simple donation and you'll see a call, uh, buy me a coffee tab. Just simply click on it and just make a donation to the Call By God podcast so we could continue to bring great content uh, to you guys. But it's not about Our internet is not about our Wi-Fi. It's not about our website, right? It's about our guests on this morning. And I want to welcome our dear brother in Christ, a special guest, a dear friend of mine, Daryl Smith, Daryl Smith, brother Daryl Smith.
0: How are you doing, my brother? I'm doing good, and I'm excited to be here, elated, uh, overjoyed. And uh, uh, let me just say, uh, we do have uh, uh, an honored guest, and that is, of course, uh, Jesus the Christ, he's with us as well. Holy Spirit.
2: Amen. Amen. And you know, that's profound because um, you're the first person that, that came on the show and said that. We know what the scripture said. Right. Yeah, the scripture said, you know what, two or three are gathered. These are the myths. But hey, man, it's good to know that God, Jesus, is here. Jesus is here though. So that's a, that's a But it's good to have you here. Good to have you here. I don't know if annie you wanna give a little greeting to our dear brother.
1: Good morning, Brother Smith. Welcome to the Call by God podcast. Thank you again for sharing that. I just sat here and I said, Wow, hey man, that is true. Jesus has been in the midst of us um through all of our recordings and you know giving our guests the the mind and fortitude to share their their stories. So I thank you for reminding us of that. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing great, great, great to be here. Excited for this interview, and really excited for uh, this 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 movement uh, that you and Brother Nick uh, have have embarked upon. This is awesome, this creative, this fresh, and, and we're looking forward to it. Amen.
2: Amen. So, so Daryl Smith, uh, tell tell our listeners a little bit about yourself.
0: Yeah, uh, real simple. Uh, man of God, love Jesus, uh, love the church, love. Uh, the the scheme of redemption, the plan of salvation. I am a proud and happy married husband, a uh, proud father of two boys. And, and I think I'm kind of fly.
2: <laughs> amen, amen. All right. That's what hey, so, so when you were telling the folk about your head, itself, all I heard was love, 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 love. And, and I'm looking forward to get to that point that how did you end up having that love that you have uh, uh, for For Christ in the church, so i'm looking forward to hearing your story. so what call by God is about, you know we give Christians an opportunity. To share their stories of of when they were called by God, you know, I think of it in uh, like uh, your first marriage or your first love, you know, because being in a body of Christ or being married to Christ, it's it's that's a marriage, that's a union, that's a that's a commitment that we make uh, when we uh, surrender uh, to Him. So, so brother Darrell Smith, I want to ask you. Um, so, I want you to uh, take us way back uh, to when you first heard uh, about Jesus? Like what was your atmosphere like? And kind of like share with our listeners. Um, you could go as far as back as you want. You could go back to your childhood, middle school, but just kind of like bring us back, take us back.
0: Yeah. So, um, I, I look at this, uh, uh in two ways. Uh, when we talk about being called by God, um, and let me just say off, off, off the bat, uh, from the get go, that, uh, mine, uh, my call was, uh, somewhat unique, uh, unique in the sense that I was a preacher's kid. And so, uh, growing up in the eighties, the you know, the late seventies and the eighties, uh, back then, uh, parents didn't give you a choice. <laughs> so, uh, church, Jesus, God, and all of that was not a choice. Uh, and so uh, I grew up in the church uh, and there, there there are others uh, who who've done the same but as I stated, I was a preacher's kid and so my exposure to church, to God, uh, to everything uh, biblical uh, and spiritual um, was imminent. It was consistent. That's all I knew. And so my call, Really, um, I like to break this up into, into two parts, uh, because I like to uh, I like to say that uh, there is a general call that uh, God gives. And that's the call to salvation. That's the gospel call. Um, call of redemption, I would like to say as well. Uh, and that's for everybody. That's for the world. John three sixteen. God so loved the world, the world that he gave his only begotten son. But then. Uh there's also a more specific call, I think, once you've accepted the gospel call, right? And so when I go back as far back as my my early childhood, I like to say that that's uh, the general call. And there's and I can speak only of, of of my experience, there's some pros and cons because when you grow up in the church, Uh, The way the way that I did. And like so many others, Uh, there's pros and cons to that, because as a child, um, you learn what you're taught. You do you do what you're told. And so um, there's a sense or there can be you can grow into the sense of um, living off of someone else's call. And I'm going to do my very best to tie that into my call, which, you know, my specific call, I believe, uh, didn't come later on uh, in life until I left high school. So around my 20s. Okay, But uh, baptized at a very early age, I believe at the age of nine and, uh, you know, just repeating what I knew, repeating what I was taught. You know, hear, believe, repent, confess, and be baptized. (laughs) And we know all the biblical stories. Went to every Sunday school. Had no choice because I'm a preacher's kid. Went to all the gospel meetings. And back then we had three-week tent meetings. Not these little, you know, one, two, three-day meetings where, you know, the preacher comes and then on Monday and he leaves on Wednesday. No. We went every night. Tent meetings. Gospel meetings. Three-week meetings. OK, starting at seven. And I can remember not getting home until midnight uh, every night. So, uh, you know, at that very early age, you do what you're told. You, you reproduce what you're taught. OK, and so there was a calling in that. Yeah, sure. But uh, the call that I like to get to is the specific call where I actually searched out Jesus for myself. I began to study right now I want to say this and, and and whenever y'all need to jump in here you know jump in here because when you get to when I get to talking about Jesus you know, it, you know it, it can go right. for a little while <laughs> so y'all 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 jump in jump in whatever uh whenever you want but um you got to understand who it is we're dealing with when we say called by God okay there's several things that I think we need to uh, not run over, okay? We need to sit down on. Them. Who are you being called by? Now, just think about that for a second. It's a creator. I mean, we have we really have no words to express, you know, uh, exhaustively who he is, right? And so, I mean, that's that's phenomenal within and of itself. The creator is calling. Right. And I know you say it's called by God. Right. But within the called past tense, there is still calling. He's calling you. Right. And here's where we kind of leave that general call. Right. Once you're saved, there's still a calling that he does for you. If if you can understand what I'm saying. And that call gets very uh, specific. It's intentional. And we see that all throughout the scripture. Um, Job's calling was not David's call. David's call was to be a king. Job's call is different. You get what I'm saying? But there is simi- there, there are similarities in the sense that whatever our call is and whatever our purpose is, it needs to point back to Jesus. If you get what I'm saying. So let me get to my call. Um, These are there are a series of events, and I believe that these events will continue to manifest in my life even now uh, as we speak uh, to reveal God's call. OK, the world we live in is very interesting, dynamic uh, place. There are beings, there are entities out there uh, who genuinely oppose God. And subsequently oppose his people, oppose his call, his commands. And so uh, with that being said, there may be uh, some modifications to your calling as you go on in life. Right. Um, Let me see. During my teen years, uh, people could you know i think it would be pretty safe to say that i was called to be a singer a performer uh during my early 20s and uh, uh shifting into my 30s i was called to be uh, a minister a youth minister and so no longer do i emphasize singing now i emphasize teaching and preaching now that i'm in my blessed to be in my 40s um <clears throat> God is taking me to new uh, places and new adventures, uh, new situations uh, that uh, I'm, I'm finding myself in where I am advocating, preaching, advocating for God, preaching, teaching his word. And they are slightly different from singing. They're slightly different from being up in a pulpit teaching and preaching
2: yeah so uh daryl smith i want to go back to uh you know i mean just hearing your story i didn't know you were baptized so young at at, uh nine years old that's that's young because usually the guests that are that come on here they usually say around middle school so um, i'm sure and just not only that being a preacher's kid so that's that's you know you pretty much was bathed in the gospel bathed in the word of god so, I want to know, like, what, what were uh, the, the pros and cons of being a preacher's kid? Like, what was the stresses that, that came with that? Like, cause, you know, like, um, when, when you have a certain title as such as a preacher's kid, I'm sure there's a certain pressure that they put on that child. Just like the, the, the preacher as your dad, he probably got that pressure. Like, you know, he's the preacher and then you got the first lady and then you got the children or kids or, or where you, as the preacher's kid, what was the, some of the pressures that you got and what was some of the pros and cons being a preacher's kid?
1: Stay with us. We'll be right back.
2: Thank you for making it midway through this episode. We want to take a moment to sincerely thank each and every one of you who have been supporting our show. Your encouragement and positive feedback mean the world to us. We want to continue to bring you inspiring and thought provoking content each week. And that's where we need your help. We kindly ask you to support our podcast by clicking on the link provided in the description below. Your support will enable us to grow, reach a wider audience, and continue to produce the quality content you enjoy. We truly appreciate your support and value your contribution to the Call by God podcast. Together, let's inspire and uplift others in their faith journey. Thank you once again for your continued support. And we look forward to bringing you more enlightening episodes in the future.
0: God bless. Well, let me start off with the good stuff. Um, And and I'm I'm, I'm always appreciative and thankful for my father uh, and my parents, my my mother as well. Um, Because you get to know Jesus. That's the best thing you can give your child. You know, I sit there and think you know, all the time, especially being a parent. Now, you know, experiencing the joy of being a parent, you want to give your kids the best uh, that you can give them. And I've always come to the realization that the best thing I can give my boys is Jesus. Um, Now, the reason I started there is because you asked about the pros and the cons. One of the cons, uh, and this is specific to my upbringing and the upbringing of those who came in who came up in the church of Christ. A lot of times we would emphasize the church so much so to the point to where we, excuse me, so much so to the point to where we would miss Jesus. That's the con. That's the issue. As I look back, you know, over the shoulder in my life, we've emphasized the church and, and and hear what I'm saying. I want to be clear. There's nothing wrong with the church because we are the church. The church is the body of Christ but we would emphasize the church. And, you know, I don't want to get too deep into that, except to say uh, what I mean by that uh, or contained within that is a lot of tradition and legal uh, legalistic tendencies. We would emphasize that so much so to the point where we would miss Jesus. Okay. Now, there's some other things as, as, far, as far as it relates to, you know, the cons, the pros and the cons um, and, that are, cultural and ethnic base, Um, you know, um, African-American church, uh, especially. We tend to hold up that uh, that man, that family, uh, and they tend to get treated a little bit better. Sometimes they get treated uh, really bad. (laughs) You know, um, it's extreme on both sides. Uh, You have situations where people are waiting on your hand and foot. You know, let's listen at the terminology we use even today. First lady. But we are one in Christ. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So and, and, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with those things within and of themselves. Some of those things can become a little more than what they are initially. But, you know, um, you know, at the risk of not being so long with this, they're both pros and cons where you can be treated really nice. And then there are some times where you can be treated really bad, like really, really bad.
2: Yeah. Also, I want to go back to how you say you was doing various uh, things in the church, like uh, use, pretty much using your gifts. You mentioned that you you taught and preach and also sang. So what was your experiences like, uh, you know, when you were, you know, being brought up in a church and singing? What was that experience? When did you first start and how did it manifest and change you as a person?
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, I grew up singing because my father sang, my brother sang, and it just seemed like everybody sang. <laughs> so uh, we get up there and, uh, it was a lot of fun. I'll tell you, i tell you that it was a lot of fun. Uh, we grew up, we grew up at a place called Holland Dale Church of Christ, uh, down at the Dale. And, uh, we would sing all the time. Um, then, uh, we had a little, um, uh, a little stint there where, uh, I got with a group called the Four Christian Stars and, uh, you know, God, uh, sure enough, put his hand on that because it, we, you know, we were just four boys with some, you know, very serious speech impediments, but uh, we got to do a lot of amazing things. You know, we got to sing with, uh, uh, nationally and internationally known artists such as Sir, uh, Shirley Caesar, uh, Mighty Clouds of Joy, um, Take Six, um, you know, and all of these, uh, amazing, amazing artists, uh. Uh, who we got to share the stage with sing, and just, you know, it was just a wonderful experience. Uh, You know, those years of my life to be able to bless people uh, with God's message in song and then have the response uh, the way that they did uh, uh, to, let me just say to Jesus, you know, um, there's a lot of other stuff that comes along with that. They responded to us as well, but it's, it's a wonderful feeling to have them respond to Jesus in that way and for uh, to be a vessel uh, of that magnitude. It was awesome. So I want
2: to ask you. So so you went ahead and saying you, you named some very famous names, some popular names that, that you sang alongside with. So did, it, did this group ever manifest itself to be something greater in terms of uh, maybe a, a gig or a contract or like what happened with that? Like what happened with the group? Did you get it in the office? I want to, <laughs> to hear about that. <laughs> did say, you guys are so good. We're going to get you guys a contract.
0: <laughs> yeah, we actually did uh, towards the end of our, our uh, what we started getting uh, around 16, 17, around that age. Um, we went out, we flew out to Los Angeles, California. Uh, there was a, uh, a a business executive for, I believe, Universal at the time. And I believe they had a music. Uh, music section uh or component to their company uh i I'll never forget the guy's name his name was bob Zipkin, and he flew us out he wanted to sign us uh and you know sign us to a record deal and and truth be told that's what artists you know they they do it for the passion but they do it to you know quote unquote make it and back then you know that was the terminology we use you sign a recording deal or record deal or whatever the case is when you got a big Music Company backing you, you've quote unquote made it. Um, the issue with that, though, was uh, the uh, he was the vice president. The president over him wanted us to stop singing gospel. He wanted us to conform to whatever image the company would come up with uh, for us. And so that was at that time, that was certainly something that we were not comfortable doing. And, and so we, we uh, things fell through and we didn't do that. As far as what happened to the group, uh, we all grew up, uh, went to college, got wives and children. (laughs) And, uh, you know, uh, it's the, you know, the four Christian stars are just a wonderful memory. And we are thankful uh, that God used us uh, as vessels to spread his word through song.
1: So, Brother Smith. Yes. I'm the nosy one. Um, <laughs> so I want you to share with us, because you were saying that you went you know, went to those three-week gospel meetings as a kid. Were you ever resentful at any point in time that your parents, you know how a lot of people say, well, my parents made me go to church. I had no choice. Did you ever resent your parents for doing that at any point of your life Um whether middle school, high school, college, did, did that ever happen? Mm-hmm.
0: I I I, um, I I don't resent uh, them. I don't resent that. I think during the time, you know, like, like uh, everybody, we got irritated at it, <laughs> you know, because, you know, just give you a quick example, you know, going every night from seven and then, you know, because I'm a preacher's kid, you know, uh, we stay there late while everybody left at 10, you know, we still in the parking lot talking, preachers talking and this, that and the other. And I'm not getting home until 12, maybe one in the morning, but then I got to get up and go to school. Well, I'm tired and I'm sleeping in class. So (laughs) stuff like that, but you know, resentment. No, I can't, I can't say that I resent that. Uh, but I, I think that's an interesting segue, uh, to, um, what I'm about to say in terms of my call being called, uh, uh, by God. And remember, we talked about earlier uh, the more specific call. Um, that began happening with me, like I said, in my early 20s when I actually started seeking God for myself. And I began to see things and understand things and have uh, things revealed to me, uh, I believe, by God's Holy Spirit. Uh, that didn't necessarily agree with or mesh with what we were taught, uh, coming up in the, uh, in the church. Now I can tell you sister, uh, sister Adney that I did have some resentment towards that. And even now, uh, as I continue to study and I see, uh, um, I, I, I see where, uh, where the the discrepancies are in terms of the traditions and the legalistic tendencies. We were, you know, that were instilled in us. I still kind of wrestle with some of that resentment uh, because it's not necessarily truth. Now, I don't know if that opens up a can of worms, but you know uh, that's where the spirit spirit led me.
1: Go deeper into that because, you know, um, there's somebody out there who is trying to figure out the truth. Like, you know, we teach one thing, but when you start studying for yourself, God opens your eyes to something completely different. So can you please expound on that first?
0: Yeah, certainly. Um, let me make it general, um, um, and, and use one of the analogies that I used before, because if I get real specific, that's going to be, trust me, that's like, uh, a series of podcasts that I'd have to come back for. Um, but, uh, Let me use the analogy I did before, emphasizing Jesus. Okay. Now I'm going to say something uh, real quickly. And I'm praying that that the Holy Spirit helps me to say it with clarity. And I'm praying that whoever hears this podcast uh, hears the clarity uh, of what I'm saying uh, and not uh, misconstrue what I'm saying. Jesus saves not the church. I'm not lost. I'm just letting that. Mar- I'm, I hope that marinates with you for a second. Jesus saves. Not the church. Your tradition cannot save you. Um, The legalistic tendencies cannot save you. Um, You know, stuff like, you know. Uh, well, let me not get into specifics because that, that's, that's going to take us all the way out. Let me just make it general like that. Jesus saves. And when you focus on Jesus, uh, then the spirit has room to work with you. You open yourself up to revelation that will benefit you. You get what I'm saying? Jesus is in the scripture and it's plain as day. And we would hear this preached and quoted and taught all the time. Jesus said, if I be lifted up. I will draw all men unto me. Not what you can do in the church. Not all of the, you know, checklist things that that we have taught for so long that needs to be done. None of that can save you. Only the sinless blood of Jesus saves
2: Amen, amen. That's that's uh, well said. So I know we're going to fast forward, and I know you you mentioned that you started seeking Christ for yourself, um, in, indulging in in His Word more more often than you previously did. So what I wanted to ask you, like, um, when did you have that breakthrough? Like, wow, I get that wow moment. Because, you know, it's one thing to be a churchgoer and just going with the motions of things. I go to church on Wednesday. I go to church on Sunday. And you're just pretty much going to church, but you're not a disciple. You're not reading your word. So when did you have that wow moment? Like, man, wow. Like, I was a church goer. Like, it's time for me to, like, you know, step up for Christ and be a disciple and, and go hard for Christ. When did you have that? And kind of, like, walk us through that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um very impactful time in my life. Uh, It was when my father passed away, um, 2002. Uh, And the reason I say that is because he for so long uh, represented everything church, everything God, everything Jesus. And, um, you know, uh, I thought I was doing everything right. But uh, when we had to, or when I had to come face to face with his imminent demise um and and I write about this uh in 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 uh in a blog uh on, on the just 3 days uh website <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit later but it's in a blog there and people can read that and get the full extent of what i'm saying but um there were some interesting things there that happened um and i i'll i'll, I'll fast forward to the the night before my father passed and um Typically, I don't talk about this because, you know, coming up in the church of Christ, you know, we we strictly book, chapter, and verse, baby, baby, no script, no look, all that type of stuff we be saying, right? But there are experiences, and we have to understand that God is bigger. <laughs> God is bigger than the church. And here it is, God is bigger than the Bible. <laughs> the Bible points to God. So, um, you know, I don't run away from and I don't shy away from folks' experiences. Uh, because God, can, God is strong enough and powerful enough to move in our everyday lives. So uh, let me share this real quickly. And you just stop me whenever you can, Nick, because you know, this, this, this can get uh, pretty good. And my father was on morphine. We were in the latter stages, you know, he had cancer. And uh, what I would do is I would sleep every night. I would be over there every night uh, in the house with him. So my mother would be uh, in there as well. So we would have uh, the hospital bed, my mother would be sleeping to his right and I would be on his left in an easy chair. My mother got up at about 3.30, 4 a.m. Uh, this is customary for her. She would get up and she would go pray. So she would leave the room. Right. Um, so we heard her get up and do her thing. She left the room. But, you know, it's one of those moments where you kind of half sleep, you know, half awake. Uh, And my father, you know, if if anybody knows anything about morphine, it puts you, you know, you're kind of out of it, you know, uh, to help alleviate the pain. Well, five minutes after my mother left, my father just shot up. He sat up in his bed and it was as if he wasn't on morphine. It was as if the cancer had left his body. He had this intense reaction. He just sat up in bed and, you know, quite. Quite naturally, that startled me. I'm like, okay, you know, so I'm looking at him and his eyes were trained on something. He was looking at something to the right of the room. And as I watched him, he was watching something. And whatever he was watching was moving across the room because his eyes was trained and fixed on it. Now. What I felt physically was something, it, it's hard for me to explain it to you because when he jumped up, it startled me. I was scared. I got, I got fearful, right? And so he was looking at this, whatever it was, that was moving across the room. As it was moving, I can tell you that I was feeling an overwhelming call, a calm. And the best way for me to describe to describe this, and I, I put this in the blog, is to say that you know that you before, you know how it feels before the, the storm. There's a cool breeze that comes before the storm. That's what I felt. Now, you know, that's not in scripture. So, you know, folk, you know, conservative folk will look at that and oh man, get out of here. Okay, you, you can have that opinion. That's fine. But that was my experience, right? Now what happened in that experience, you know, I'm trying to condense it as he was looking at whatever it was he was looking at, you know, I'm sitting there scared and and I'm going to tell you why, you know, my fear kind of intensified because as when he got done looking at it, he kind of was just staring and he said, Hey, spoke. That's what he called me. He's like spoke. He's like, Hey, spoke. He's like, listen, he's like, call, you know, uh, These brothers, he gave me three names. He's like, call them. I'm getting ready to go on. And so, you know, I'm quite naturally, my fear is, you know, growing now. I'm like, what? Like, huh? What, What are you talking about? And so when I inquired, you know, what he was talking about, he took his eyes off of whatever it was he was looking at. And then he looked at me intently like he was like he was piercing through. You know, my my, my soul is like, I'm getting ready to go on. Call, you know, brother so-and-so, so-and-so. And at the same time, the presence that was in that room began to feel me. And my fear started to leave. Now, you're talking about a moment, uh, Nick. I was like, whoa. That's a moment for me. That's kind of like that breakthrough uh, moment for me, because guess what? Here here I am having this experience and I'm not reading scripture. You get what I'm saying? Now, I know conservative folk will have issue. They'll take issue with that. That's fine. You can take issue with that because you weren't there. That was my experience.
1: I love that you shared that because, again, I tell people all the time I'm grateful and thankful for the Haitian family that I come from. So when you share that, I know it's factual. I know spirits. I understand it. God gave me the ability to be born in a family that pra- practice voodooism. So you get to see sir, you get to see the demonic and you get to see the the, the, the love of God. You get to feel it. So you took us to a place of, all right, I'm transcending the Bible and I'm going into the spiritual realm because sometimes we're stuck in the word of God. And that's the gateway that opens us up to him to because the Bible tells us in Jeremiah, before I formed you, I knew you. So if he knows you, there are things about you, you can only go to him for there are, he's the only one that can open you up to feel it. Cause you can read the word every day, but that word is the key that opens you up to him. So you share something so powerful. And I really want you to like, I want to know, like, how did it feel when you felt that presence? Like, what was it like that? That's, that's what's going on for me.
0: Right. And, and, and that's the, and, and that's, that's why it was such a wild moment for me. Um, because it's, it's like we say, since like there are no words for it. That's why I said the best description I could, I can give you, is that is it, what it felt like. Is the cool before the, the that cool breeze bef- before a storm? Because all I remember was, you know, I'm all the way on the other side of the spectrum, being scared. Because you know, when something happens real quick like that, you know, you, you kind of jump and your heart starts racing and you know, your heart starts beating fast. Then to have your father, your hero, the person you love, tell you, "Hey, I'm about to die. I'm getting ready to go on." Okay, that's scary, and this is at night. Well, in the morning, it's dark, <laughs> and he's looking at something. And trust me, it was very plausible that he saw something the way he was looking. <laughs> You're like, you know, my eyes shot up. You know how the rock kind of raised that eyebrow like that? There, <laughs> that's what he, you know, he's looking at. But then as his sister and, and and this is what did it for me as as his his eyes were moving to the left like following whatever it was that was in that room the presence came to me that's why I said that you know my mom was on his right and I was on his left he's he started looking at the right and so when that presence started moving to the left it engulfed me I started feeling you know uh comfort I'm like, what, I'm like, what is this? Like, like what in the world is this? And and, and it felt okay. Right. And, 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 you know, I would encourage, you know, people, your, your podcast, uh, podcast listeners, if they're interested in hearing this story in detail, I write about it. And, and we're going to share the website a little bit later, uh, in the podcast, uh, because it's, uh, it's, it's, it's in a blog where I spell out things clearly, uh, as best as I can, I should say. And when that presence got to me, sis, there was this overwhelming calm uh, calm that just came over me and that calm remained with me even until my father's death. I, I saw him take his last breath and I was calm. I knelt down, I kissed him and I thanked him for his life. And I thanked him for his, his deposit in my life. Um, you you said some things, uh Sister uh Adney that, that, that boy I really want to talk about, but I know we don't have, <laughs> we don't have time. And, and 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 the reason why let me just say this though. The reason why what you said was so important uh is because listen, we we are spiritual beings. Yes, we're physical, we live in the terrestrial, but but, but, but trust me, <laughs> this thing is about spirit. God is spirit. Think about that. And if you're going to worship him, you got to do it in spirit. But now watch this now. He's not the only spirit out there. And and, and so, you know, um, it was such a wild moment for me because, you know, and I'll be honest with you, sis, you shared about, you know, your Haitian heritage and things of that nature, you know. Uh, before my experience, I used to frown upon experiences like that when people would talk about that. Oh, this that, and the other, you know, because we would always associate it with, uh, you know, how uh, some of these religious institutions kind of take out of context and really exploit, you know, the spirit where they, they have these big gatherings and, oh, I'm going to bless you, send the rag and I'm going to bless you. And we kind of always just threw it over into that pile. Right. Since when I had this in spirits myself, I, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I got to take it out that pile. This thing was for real. Right. And, and, and if you pay attention to Jesus in his earthly ministries, you know, he's always telling you to rely on the spirit. And think about it. When we are saved, Acts chapter two, what is the gift that God gives us? His spirit. Right. So his spirit. Is the gift that you get Acts two thirty eight repent and be baptized and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost.
2: And I, I tell you what, Daryl Smith, I, I know that you could go on and on about sharing uh, the experience that you had with your dad um, on his uh, bed in the hospital. But but I will tell you this, man, and and we're going to close out. And but I want you, to, you know, to share with our listeners because your story resonated with me so much because. Um, I know that God could do it. God could do whatever he wants to do, you know? So, so we, we know that at least, at least for me, I know that, I know that that's, that is facts, right? So we know that it is appointed unto man once to die, but after that, the judgment, right? So since this is called call by God, we heard your story. We heard when you had your wild wow moment. I want you to take an opportunity to tell our listeners that there, there might be somebody that's out there that have gone astray far from God, you know, because at the end of the day, the devil wants him, the devil want him or her, you know, the devil wants to destroy them. The devil comes to kill, steal and destroy. But what Jesus does, Jesus always have a heart to go back and get that one that, you know, there's a, there's the 99, there's the mass, but Jesus Christ is concerned about that one. What, what are some words of encouragement that you could share with that individual to draw closer to God and that they may take heed to their call and their calling?
0: If if I can. I, and, and, and I understand that each situation is each each situation is different and specific to each individual. Right. So if I can give sort of a general uh, encouragement, it would be this. Um, do your very best to. And I know it's tough while you're going through it, while you feel abandoned, while you feel all this anxiety and weight and pressure. If you can do your part, do your very best to step outside of the situation as much as you can and assess it. Look at it. Look at Jesus. Okay. read your Bible. Now, I know that sounds cliche like a cliche. But it's not. You have a plethora, a plethora of folk in those scriptures who want to give up. They wanted to give up. I mean, we talk about all of the, you know, the the amazing feats of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, of David. But look at their failures. Right. And understand that the entire Bible is a book of redemption. See, it's embedded in the very title of your your podcast, called by God. but He's calling you. Even when you feel like, uh, man, I've given up. I don't want to do this no more. He's still calling you. right? And that's a blessing. That's a blessing within and of itself. Because when you are shaking a fist of rebellion in God's face and saying, I don't want to do this no more. I give up. He's still calling you. Right, every breath you take, inhale, exhale. That's a call,
2: and hey, that's powerful. That's true. Like God, He never gives up on us. Like He calls us, we ignore. He calls us, more, like you know, some folk that mm-hmm. you call. You like, man, I ain't answering that call, man. Like, or I ain't calling. Them. Or they may say yeah. I ain't calling that person. That person didn't answer. I ain't calling them. Back. So yeah. that's,
0: that's yeah, real, sure quickly, real quickly, real quickly. As as you as you ask me that question, right? I'm sitting here next to my window and I'm looking at the sunrise, so to speak, right? We know it's a fixed star for all those people who work, but the sun rises, right? And that's significant. It's representative of another day. God is saying, I've given you another day. I'm calling. Answer the call
2: and Darius May we want to thank you again man for joining us on this call by God podcast man I know you share you share some gems and also your words of wisdom I knew it was going to get some good in or some good stuff from you but and where can the people reach you
0: uh, yeah uh www.j3days.com that's a movement that I have with uh, one of my Uh, Close and dear brothers, Brother Nixon, Sylvani, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And we've embarked upon this awesome uh, movement uh, to uh, sell Christian apparel uh, in the form of T-shirts right now. And so go to that website. Uh, You'll be blessed uh, to uh, purchase some merch, see some merchandise there. And we hope that you purchase purchase it. But as I stated before, uh, there are blogs on there as well. And with those blogs, we seek to do, uh, uh, well, let me just put it keep it general and simple. We seek to point to Jesus Christ. And so we'd ask you to go there and read those blogs. In addition to that, uh, I tried to do some music uh, uh, for a while there. And so all of my music is on your social media platforms, You know, Apple, iTunes, Apple Music, uh, Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, all of that. Just uh, type in Daryl uh, Darryl L. Smith. And I have four singles out there real quickly. One is called The Lifter of My Head. The other one is called The Maker. The other one is called The Son of God. And the last one is called Man's Gift. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. And if you are, just let me know and I'll go back to the studio and try to give you something that you like.
2: Amen. Amen. So there y'all have it. Daryl Smith is doing a lot with his music, the, the apparel uh, clothing line, what well, the ministry, the movement, as he alluded to. And also, there's a discount code. You can get 10% off um, all the apparels within the store. It's uh, CBG, the number 10. So CBG, that's the uh, discount code that you know you can enter in to get a 10% discount. But until then, that's it, folks. Again, we want to thank you again, Daryl Smith, for joining us on This Morning. Thank you for having me. No problem. Always remember to put Jesus first because Jesus Christ is the key to eternal life. Be blessed. That's it for now. But before we go, please continue to listen, subscribe, and share our podcast. Also, if you want to support our show, please scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and click on the link that says, buy me a coffee. We would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And remember, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good and also Jesus Christ loves you thank you wait there's more what if today was your last day on earth Would you be ready to meet your maker? Well, Jesus Christ has given us the good news. He told his disciples in Mark 16, 15, 16, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Jesus Christ has instructed his children to share and preach the gospel which is the good news which means that Jesus Christ came and that he was sacrificed he was buried and he rose on the third day by believing and by repenting and confessing and being baptized you will be saved so it is your choice Jesus Christ will not force you you've heard the message you've heard personal testimonies but this is your opportunity to give your life to Christ don't wait until tomorrow because tomorrow is not promised. So I hope you submit to the will of God and give your soul to Christ. Be blessed.